Hi, this is Pastor Kathy from Bethel Church in Frankfort, Delaware, and I am so thankful for this time um, from Pastor Monica Wesson and the Revamp Life Ministries. And I also want to thank God for you, every woman that is listening to this Telesummit on this wonderful Wednesday morning. And um, I was encouraged um, to be a part of this Telesummit, and I believe that before I have a time of prayer with you, um, that I do want to expound and impart um, to you on the word arise because I noticed that was the theme of this telesummit. So to set you up for what I believe the Holy Spirit wants to do, I want to encourage you that the word arise means of a problem, you come out of a problem, an opportunity, you emerge, or it becomes apparent that you have come out of something. It also means to arise is to get up or stand up. And the Hebrew term of this word is to maintain oneself, to be valid, to be proven, and to be fulfilled. Ladies, I want to let you know that if the word arise means these things, that means that you are coming out from something. You can't get up. You can't stand up. You can't come out of a problem. or You can't emerge or become apparent or valid unless you've been in that hiding place or you've been in a problematic situation. So if that's what arise means, you need to know that you are coming out, that you are called for such a time as this. And I just want to associate a story with you that I once heard about a, a farmer who had a donkey. And he had dug a very, very deep hole because he no longer had any more use for this donkey. And so when he dug this hole, he began to put trash over this donkey because he just looked at this hole where this donkey was. It's just like a trash heap. And so every day when the farmer would come by and he would throw the leftovers or he would throw the trash, it would hit the donkey and the donkey would shake off the trash. And then as each day went by and the donkey would shake more trash off himself, he got this thought inside of his little donkey mind. He says, if I would just start smashing the trash under my feet, it would start to arise him up out of the deep hole. Ladies, I want to let you know that after so many days went by and so much trash was thrown over this donkey, and number one, he shook the trash off, he was able to have so much under his feet. Did you hear that? He was able to have so much under his feet that he put as choice under his feet that he was able to step out of the deep hole. So I know that's only a fable, but I want to encourage you. There's a lot of things that people are trying to put on you. There's a lot of things that we may say that the adversary or the devil himself or his, his demons are trying to put on you that I want to encourage you today by, by the unction of the Holy Spirit. You've got to shake those things off, and you've got to stomp those things under your feet. Those very things that are being used to try to push you down. God's going to use to elevate you or to have you arise up. Everything, the word says, that was meant for harm and evil, that God's going to turn around and he's going to use it for his good and for his glory. That is a fable about the donkey, but a true story. And a lot of you that are listening to this have learned about the caterpillar. The caterpillar is not meant or ordained to remain as a caterpillar, but it goes through something called a cocoon or a metamorphic stage where it goes into that hiding place again and it comes out a butterfly. But that caterpillar has to go through things in that dark place, in that hiding place, in order for it to come, become from a caterpillar to a butterfly. And I believe prophetically I'm hearing the Lord say that just like the donkey in the fable and just like the caterpillar, some of you 
are in that cocoon. Some of you are in that deep hole. But don't despise that time because it's in this time that you're being prepared. It's in this time that God is taking those dark places in you. And if you keep your eyes on the Lord, he's going to take those ashes and he's going to make beauty out of them. The Holy Spirit is saying, just hold on a little bit longer. Just hold on while I prepare you for what I've ordained for you to do. There's always preparation, ladies, before there's ever the time of being put out on public. And I believe that right now, those of you that are listening, there's a call of God upon your life. And maybe some of you are operating in that call. But the Word of God says from level to level, and from glory to glory. So to you, you may feel like that caterpillar, or you may feel like that donkey that's been put away. Just keep putting things under your feet in the name of Jesus. Just keep allowing God to work on you in your cocoon stage. Those things that we've learned in life through school and, and through reading his word and even in our education or maybe in conversations, God's going to take all those things and he's going to use it. And once again, you always got to be prepared before you go public. And here at Bethel in, in the state of Delaware, in the little city of Frankfurt, we are believing for a revival to hit our, our ministry. We've seen the fruit of that. And that's come as a result of prayer. Before there's ever a revival, or revive in someone's life, which means to live again, to um, be um, restored. It's always going to be bathed with the spirit of prayer. And how the Lord is, is leading me for a rise for you, it comes from a foundation of scripture that's come from the book of Nehemiah. Yes, I'm going to pray with you in just a few moments, but I want to get a good foundation of God's word so you can understand that it is time for you to arise, woman of God. And it comes from the book of Nehemiah, and if you look at the book of Nehemiah, we know that Nehemiah was a prophet. And that in there we see that the walls of Jerusalem were about to be rebuilt. And let's kind of, let's kind of bring a foundation here. The Israelites were in a place of exile. Babylonia, they had gone to Assyria. And the reason why they were no longer in their promised land, it was because of of rebellion, because of false worship, because of not focusing on God the way they should have been. And so the Lord had put them out in exile. He had taken them to that cocoon, or he had taken them to that deep hole, like I just shared with you a few minutes ago. But God used his prophets in the Old Testament, Nehemiah, Jeremiah, Isaiah, to bring a word to his people that he was not going to leave them in those lands of exile or those places of what we can call wildernesses. But he was going to bring them back to the promised land. And so one prophet that he used in particular was Nehemiah. And we see there that the wall was going to be rebuilt. When they were sent into exile, some kings had come into the land of Israel and had torn down everything that they had built before they went into exile. But we know the word of God says that he will always restore back to us what the enemy has stolen or taken from us. But not only was the wall rebuilt, and please bear with me and hear from your heart as the Spirit of the Lord is speaking through me, his vessel. Not only was the wall rebuilt, but the people were also revived. There was an anticipation, ladies. There was an expectancy. And I believe that I'm speaking right now to the hearts of some as I hear the Holy Spirit speaking to me that God is igniting an expectancy in some of you. Some of you are saying, yes, Pastor Kathy, I am in that wilderness, or I am in that hole, or I am in that cocoon, but I want to speak to the anticipation in your spirit right now. I want to speak to the expectancy, and I'm reminded 
in the New Testament of Mary and Elizabeth. We know that Mary was pregnant with the Messiah and Elizabeth was pregnant with John who became known as John the Baptist. And the Word of God says when the two women came together, the Bible says that Elizabeth's womb, it leaped. Why did Elizabeth's womb leap with John inside of her womb? Because he knew that inside of Mary's womb was the Messiah. And I want to speak right now to your spirit of expectancy. I want to speak to what you're impregnated with from the Holy Ghost, that calling, that destiny, that form of deliverance, that prophetic mantle, that teaching mantle that's upon your life. And I believe that God is going to move in your spirit of expectancy. And so on in Nehemiah chapter 1, there was a remnant that made it through the wilderness. There was a, a remnant that made it through the exile. And that remnant were the ones that came back to Jerusalem and rebuilt the wall. And that remnant that came back and rebuilt the wall, not only rebuilt the wall for Jerusalem, but they also were the ones that helped others come to that place of revival or that place of expectancy. God will always put a remnant in our life, ladies. And a remnant means those that are left over, few trace remaining. And sometimes you've got to go through, and some people quit too soon, but I believe I'm talking to some women that are champions that aren't going to quit. And not only are you going to come back and you're going to be revived and you're going to arise and get up and do what God's called you to do, but you are also going to help others get to where they need to get in the name of Jesus, to their divine destiny. So the revival takes place, and the remnant comes back to Jerusalem and rebuilds the wall. But in Nehemiah chapter 2, their heart was revived, and that brought the arise. Let me say that again. Because their heart was revived and there was an expectancy, that brought the arise in them. And in Nehemiah chapter 2, verse 18, it says, And I told them of the hand of my God that had been upon me for good. And they said, Let us rise up and build. So they strengthened their hands for the good work is what Nehemiah chapter 2 says. Because Nehemiah knew he was hearing God and because he was a messenger and a prophet of the Lord, he was able to let the Israelites see what he was going to do in them and through them. So they rised up and they built. See, you've got to speak into others. You've got to know the vision of the Lord. You've got to rise up, woman of God, so others can rise along with you and build. However, whenever you go to arise, get up, and go and build, there will always be an enemy. And we see that in Nehemiah chapter 4. Sambalat, Tobiah, Arab, the Ammonites, the Ashadites tried to come against the work. They tried. The enemy tried to come against the work because when you rise up, woman of God, some aren't going to like it. The enemy of your soul, known as the adversary, Satan, the Bible says in First Peter, roar, roams around like a roaring lion, seeking who may devour. When you rise up, he wants you to remain down. But when you rise up, he is not going to like it. So he himself or his, his uh, d- demons or, or uh, you know, naysayers are going to try to come against the work. But in verse 1 of Nehemiah 4, it says, But God set a guard. And I was reminded of the scripture. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Women of God, that standard is us. Before you can ever get to one, he's got to get through the rest of us. That's what we need to be, women of God. In the name of Jesus, we've got to be an army for one another. Rise up and build. Rise up and know what God is calling you to do. And so the last form of scripture I'm going to leave with you that I believe that the Lord wants me to give to you, and I feel his presence, and I pray that you feel his presence as well, and I pray you're taking notes on these scriptures, is Nehemiah 6. It says, so the wall was finished in 52 days. And the, the word of God reads on, and when all of our enemies heard of it, 
All the nations around us were afraid and fell greatly in their own esteem, for they perceived that this work had been accomplished with the help of the Lord. I want to encourage you. They arrived. They went back to where they were promised. Even after their dark place, even after their cocoon, even after like the donkey in the deep hole, they came out of their situations. They went back to where they knew they were ordained, and they rose up in the ruins, and they rebuilt. They took those ashes, women of God, and they made something beautiful. And the ones that thought they could not do it, they were frightened and humiliated. They were disheartened. And that's what that means when it says they fell into their own esteem. So I want to encourage you. It's time. The reason that you're hearing this pre-recorded uh, message, impartation that the Holy Spirit has gotten me, is given to me to give to you is because, women of God, it is time to rise up and build. As I sit here in the office of our local church here in Frankfort, Delaware, I can feel the presence of God upon me, and I know that this is a word of the Lord. And I want to leave you with a few verses. I'm going to pray with you, but I want to pray God's word over your lives right now. And I want to leave a few verses with you that the Lord has given to me. The first one is this, Matthew 17, 7. And Jesus came out and touched them and said, Arise and do not be afraid. Jesus came. He died on the cross. He rose again. And after his resurrection, 40 days later, he says, I've got to ascend, but what is coming is the Holy Spirit, and you will receive power. So we have the Holy Spirit, women of God. We've got to arise and not be afraid. Mark 2.11, I say unto thee, arise, take up thy bed, and go thy way into thy house. We can no longer remain in that deep hole. We can no longer remain in that cocoon. We have to know that it's a divine time for us to get up and no longer lay, come on, in our yesterdays, no longer lay in that victim, no longer lay in our beds of what they've said about us. we got to know that whom the sun sets free, my God, is free indeed. we got to know that there is therefore no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. And the last verse of Scripture I want to give you comes from Luke 8.54. It says, and he put them all out and took her by the hand and called, saying, Maid, arise. Not only is God going to remove you out of some things, but he's going to remove them that are around you that failed to believe. My friend, you just got to believe, woman of God, that it's you and him and that he will never leave you or forsake you. I pray that this word that the Holy Spirit has given me has definitely taken root inside of your heart. So I believe that there has been an impartation that's taken place. But I know that the Bible says that prayer moves the very hand of God and that the, righteous, the prayer of a righteous man availeth much. And I want to pray for you right now. So if you can, just join with me in prayer. Receive this prayer that I know that is being led by the Holy Spirit. So, Father God, I thank you right now, God, for every woman that is listening. God, I thank you that I feel your presence with me right now. And, Father God, I pray, God, him that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. And so, God, I pray and I declare your word upon every woman that is listening right now. That, Father God, them that feels like they've been buried, God, them that feels like they've been put away, Father, them that feels like they've been overlooked, in the name of Jesus, God, let them be like that donkey in that fable and begin to shake off those things, God. And not only shake off those things, but God, let them put those things 
under their feet. God, I'm reminded of the song that says that the enemy is under my feet. Look what the Lord has done. So God, I thank you right now. Let them literally see those things coming off of them. Let them literally see the words that have been spoken over them that were not from you. Let them literally see those things that the enemy tries to remind them of in their past, God, shaking them off, God, and putting them under their feet. And those very things, God, that were meant for harm, let them rise up, God, and come out of the ash heap. God, I also pray right now in the name of Jesus, them that feels like they're in that time of preparation or that cocoon, God, let them know that, God, he that began a good work in them is faithful to complete it in Christ Jesus, God. And I thank you, Father, God, they will allow you, Father, to be the potter as they are the clay, that they will allow you, God, to do that work in them, God, and through them, Father. And I thank you for that. And God, as your word said in Nehemiah, God, let them know that they may have gone into this wilderness, God, for a little bit of time, but God, it's always in the wilderness, God. God, that place of obscurity, God, that you will bring us back to that place of notoriety. So God, I thank you for the time of preparation, God. And I pray, Father God, that they will have the spirit like Nehemiah, God, that, Father God, they will rise up, God, and build, Father. And not only will they rise up and build, God, in their personal lives, but God, they will take, God, them with them, God, that they know need strength, God, or they know that need encouragement, Father God. And so, Father God, I thank you for that right now. And, God, I'm reminded of your word, God, as we read in Nehemiah today, and I shared your word, God, that there were enemies, God, of, of Tobiah and Sambalat, God, God, and the Amorites, God. Father God, that those were weapons that were tried to be formed, God, to try to stop the work of the Lord. But, God, I'm reminded of your word, and I want to declare it in the name of Jesus over every woman that is listening. No weapon formed against them shall prosper, God. So I thank you right now, Father God, that that weapon may form, but it will not prosper. God. I thank you, God, for new dimensions in the spirit, God. I thank you, God, for new territories that these women are going to take, God. I thank you, God, for the plans, God, that you have for them, Father God. And that is a plan that is good, as Jeremiah says in 29, God, 11. Not a harm, God, but a good plan, God. I thank you for the thoughts that you think towards them, Father. I thank you, Father God, that they will, Father God, do what you've called each one of them to do. And God, I speak again into that place of expectancy, God. Father God, Lord, once we have the spirit of expectancy, God, everything is possible, God, for your will, Father. So I thank you right now in the name of Jesus, God. Lord, and I prophesy right now, God, that everything will live again, Father, that every woman hearing God is not hearing a voice of a woman, but hearing the voice of you. So God, we speak to the revival spirit on the inside of each woman. Father God, as the man of God went to the valley, God, and he asked God, you asked him, can these bones live? He said, only you, sovereign Lord, know. And you told him, Ezekiel, to speak, God, over the dry bones that were very dry. And he began to speak and those dry things began to live again. So, Father, I speak to every dry place, God, in the name of Jesus, that it will live again, Father. God, I thank you right now, Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we speak to things that aren't as though they were. And God, I thank you, God, right now, Father God, that God, you hear our prayers. God, you hear us praying right now, believing. For your word says that, God, your ear is not deaf, God. God, that you are attentive to our cry and to our prayers, God. So I thank you for this time that you've allowed me, God, to impart to these. I do not know who is listening on the other end, but God, you do. And I thank you, God, that you have imparted, God, today, Father. I thank you, God, for your word. I thank you, God, for your Holy Spirit, God. And I thank you for this opportunity, God, to have prayed over your daughters, God, over your women, Father. And we love you, Lord, and we thank you, Lord, and it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen.
Woman of God, I thank you for this time that I've been able to impart into you, and I pray that, that it's been, been worth your time. I know that I have felt the Lord here, and I just ask that you pray for me, and, and I will be praying for you. I thank God for the ministry of Pastor Monica Wesson. I thank God for revamp. It's a renewal. It's a renewed thing that he is doing. He's amping us up as he revamps us up, and I thank God for you. If you um, I know I was asked by the um, administrative team, that if you would like to sow into to my personal ministry, I would love you know, for you to do that if you feel led to. And you can just uh, reach out to me on Facebook. Uh, my name is Kathy Hurley Milner. I am friends with Pastor Monica Wesson, so we are mutual friends. And I would be glad to help answer any questions that you have for that in regards to sowing into the ministry. Or you can um, sow into the ministry directly here at Bethel Church. And the address is 34180 Omar Road, O-M-A-R. And that's in Frankford, Delaware, F-R-A-N-K-F-O-R-D. That's Delaware, and our zip is 19945. But most importantly, I appreciate your prayers because we believe that God is moving with the spirit of revival here in Frankford, Delaware. We've been praying since last March, and we know that God is up to something great. And I just want to share this last little nugget with you that my husband and I were sharing with one another the other day, but we appreciate the ministry of uh, Pastor Damon Thompson. And he was sharing with him that the Spirit of God spoke to him, saying that there was going to be a great outpouring of God's presence from the year 2018 to the year 2028. And we entered prayer as a church here back in 2018, not knowing the prophetic word of God uh, to Pastor Damon Thompson. And so we've been praying. So we know that we are in the flow of this great outpouring that God is pouring out upon his church here in America. And I want to encourage you, get into the flow. Get into the flow of prayer and into the flow of revival. In order to have revival, you've got to let go of everything old, and you've got to have a passion for the things of Jesus like never before. So I want to encourage you, seek God like never before. Seek his outpouring in the name of Jesus. God bless you. I love each and every one of you, and I thank God for this time that I've had with you. God bless you.